And that's the problem, isn't it? It's, it's, that's actually what happened with Jesus' first problems. That effectively there was no room at the end. He got squeezed out. As we heard, they tried to travel all those miles, Joseph and Mary to Bethlehem. Three, four, I don't know, five days journey. And when they get there, they find, of course, that this little town of Bethlehem is absolutely packed because of all these people who are also descended from David who have had to go there for the census. And I don't know how many houses they tried. I don't know how many, I don't know how many people that were asked. I don't know how many, I don't know how many places they said, to, is there any room? And then, of course, they go to this place. To this innkeeper. And again, he says we don't have room. I don't know if he's being kind or whether he's being mercenary or what when he says to them, actually, well, I don't have any room in the house, but, but there is a place that out the back there you could stay if you want to. Unfortunately, it's where you know, we keep the animals, but if, if, you, if you want to take that, you can have it. No room at the inn. I wonder though, I wonder if the innkeeper had read that prophecy that was written all those hundreds of years ago in the book of Micah that Mike read to us, or one or two other prophecies in the Old Testament. I wonder whether that innkeeper's reaction would have been a bit different. I wonder if he'd known what the angel had said to Mary that was so nicely read to us earlier. I wonder if it had been any different. You know what? I think it might just have been. You know, if, if somebody important was to come to your house, even if all the beds were filled, if somebody was to come to your house to stay, the truth is you'd probably find them room, wouldn't you? I mean, I'm being pushed out of my bed this Christmas just for one of my kids. So if somebody really important came, I'm sure I'd probably be pushed out to the back outside the back shed or whatever else by, by Kim. But because we would make room for <coughs> We would make room if somebody really important came to our house. Maybe that innkeeper would have made room. You see, so few people recognised who this baby was. Only a few people, only a few people to whom God revealed things, revealed truth, had any understanding who this baby was. It just looked... He just looked like an ordinary baby. I know there's no such thing as an ordinary baby, especially to, to mothers. They're all special and unique. But he just looked like one of the many, just like the shepherd said. What's different about this baby? And that's how it was, not just for his birth. That's also how it was in Jesus' life, wasn't it? Very few people understood and recognized who he was. We're told that after he started his ministry and he, did, he was doing all this teaching, these amazing things and all these amazing miracles happened, he went to his hometown. He went to the place where he'd grown up as a boy. <coughs> and he starts reading, doesn't he, from the prophet Isaiah. And he reads a passage about the coming Messiah and what he will do. And at the end of reading it, he sits down and everyone's looking at him because they've heard these stories about it. Everyone's looking at him what does he say? He basically says, the stuff that I've just read, that's all about me. That's 
about me. What did they do? He said, no. <laughs> you are Joseph. You're the son of the carpenter. You worked in the carpentry shop. Those things can't be true about you. And they pushed him out. There was no room for him at Nazareth. No room for him in his own town. He was rejected. And that was true right the way through his life, wasn't it? There was no room for him in his own country. No room for him in Israel. Only a few recognized who he was. Many, the majority, did not. No room for him there. And it was true all through his <coughs> life. The words of Isaiah, the prophet, came true. He was despised and rejected by men.
Each of us is an innkeeper. Each of us looks after a house. This is my house. This is your house. This is your house. Each of us is an innkeeper, and each of us has the opportunity to say, you can come in, or no, the door stays closed. Because he doesn't push the door open. He doesn't push. He doesn't force. He says, do you want to open the door to me? And if you do, I promise I will come in. You make room for me. I will come into your room and be with you. So this is the question for each of us. Not just at Christmas time, but all the time. And it is literally for every one of us. This is not just for one or two of us. This is for all of us. Will we make room for Jesus in our lives? Or do we just want to think of him as a little baby that was born all those years ago that gets squeezed out even when we celebrate his birth? Will we make him room? Will we make him room in 2016? I pray that you will. I pray that I will. Because when he comes in, yeah, he makes some changes, but they are all for the good, all for the best. That's why he came. God sent Jesus to make room for us. Will we, will we make room for us?